0: This podcast
1: is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your
2: part in the journey. The
0: 1865 Match Report.
2: So it finished Rotherham 0, Forest 1. Uh, I think it's safe to say that this one wasn't a classic. It was just standard Tuesday night, Blustery championship fair between two teams who were in real need of the points. And on the night, even though the performance wasn't one to to perhaps remember, it was Forrest who got the crucial goal and with it, three points. We're joined by Matt from the Rotherham United podcast to reflect on the game. And I started by asking him what his impressions were of the match. And the way that Rotherham performed,
1: uh, it was a very, very poor game, <laughs> uh, and that's putting it politely. Um, there was a real lack of quality in the attacking areas from both teams. Uh, I thought both teams defended quite well. Our defensive line in the first half to get obviously from a lot of crosses and set pieces, uh, you had a lot of chances that obviously Glenbury scored, but it was offside. Our defensive line was very, very good in that first half. Um, to sort of stop those chances coming in um same with Forest you know, it depends we didn't really get a look in other than the one chance that we should have scored from Freddie or De or late Sean um but overall that's the worst we've played, certainly since the new year um there was a lack of fluidity, ideas, it was just direct, direct, direct. it was what everybody thinks Rotherham United play like that's what it, that's what it was like um. <laughs> We don't normally play like that. We we can do it, and it, it, it can be effective. But we went. It felt like we went direct for 90 minutes, and it seemed to play perfectly into your, into your defender's hands.
2: Yeah, I, it kind of comes on to my my next question there. Really, was that a typical performance from Rotherham? Because you've after a tough start to the season, you've picked up in the last couple of weeks and good mm. results against the likes of Middlesbrough and, and Derby and big wins. Mm. Was that tonight just a kind of a bit of a write-off and not really what we should have been expecting from Rotherham?
1: Yeah, we've been playing with, a lot, with very, very high intensity recently. Um, against, against Norwich, we only lost 1-0, but we pressed them into some mistakes and we're lucky to lose 1-0. Uh, similar to Bournemouth last week, very, very unlucky to lose 1-0. Um, we we, we played better against teams who've tried to play out from the back and Forest didn't, didn't particularly try to try to play out the back, which, which hampered that style of play. We like to get crosses in the box, which we did. But Samba was very, very good at it. He, he just cook, come and cleaned everything. In, in League One last year, against the teams who had a keeper who was confident enough to come and clear the, collect the ball, we struggled quite a lot. Uh, and it takes away a very, very big weapon from us. Um, but, yeah, that was not our typical performance. We didn't try to play it through the midfield at all, if it, for, the, for the most part. Um, Defensively, that's that's where we are. You know, I think defensively was okay, um, but from an attacking point of view, it was really, really out of character that for us.
2: And it's interesting the point you said there about playing out from the back, and certainly Mm. um, how effective that has been for you. And I do wonder if Forest kind of looked into that themselves and Mm. decided to not play out from the back deliberately because they knew rather than perhaps struggled to deal with that. One of one of the big selection points tonight was um james garner who mm. has come in on loan recently been really good in terms of linking up midfield play and playing it short playing through the midfield he was on the bench and ryan yates came in who was a bit more of a mm. kind of combative kind of player and not perhaps isn't that silky passer in the midfield mm. and i do wonder if that was a deliberate tactic to get at Rotherham and make it more difficult for them is that how you saw it as well
1: I think so, yeah, and it it, 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 yeah, it seemed to stop us going long as well, because it took Michael Smith out of the game. And Michael Smith, if we do go long, Smithy can, for the most part, it, obviously, he won a few headers, but he, he, he it takes away his freedom um, from that. I think if, I think you're right, because Upton's been around the block well enough to know to look into these types of things. Um, the difference is we're playing with respect, to playing Norwich, for example. Norwich don't care; they'll just play their best game because they're the best team in the league. Whereas those yeah. teams like Forest or mid mid table teams, you've got they've got to sort of put that extra bit, little bit of effort into changing the system you play. Like we've got to when when we when we play certain teams at certain times, um, it certainly felt like it was an effort to stop us up because we've been very good at it, you know and Championship defenders are in Championship because they're not they're not great on ball and that tends to play into our press really really well. Uh, but it took that out of the game completely today for us and it was. Key. It's, I think, very key for the game.
2: I think that's, I, th- I think that's just an example, like you say, just an experienced manager identifying mm. kind of a potential weakness in the opposition. Um Definitely. I think with the goal that settled it, watching the replays back, Yates is mm. offside, and that's that's an unfortunate one there, really. But um, I mean, at the end, you nearly nearly got the point. Yeah. Smith header onto the bar, and that last 15 minutes, actually, you you really. Mm. Stepped it up and, and, and put Forrest under pressure.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, I never felt it was sustained pressure. It was always a couple of minutes here, maybe a minute there. Um, when the ball came up towards Taylor at the end, Taylor was really good at just, you know, keeping the ball away from us or drawing the foul or, and things like that. Uh, but for the the Depo chance in 70-something minute, where it's he's he's effectively nobody, nobody between him and goal, um, as a striker, he's got to be burying that and to just have an air shots. really, really disappointing. Uh, Michael Smith is really well for the for the chance. He, he, he really had to climb over somebody basically to get <laughs> yeah. to it, uh, which is really really good. I'm obviously, what half an inch away from being a fantastic goal, and that's the thing. We, we for us we've not played very well. That's the worst performance in in a long long time. But at the same time, we were unlucky with the consumer the goal because it was our side, and we've made at least two chances which we probably should have buried. So it, there's positives from that side of point side of it, um, but. Made the points at this stage of the season. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. Um, who who impressed you then from from the forest point of view? Is there anybody in particular who who you thought stood out?
1: Samber the keeper, the keeper was he, he really hurt us in in terms of his positivity, in terms of coming for the ball. Um And yeah, so I think I think he won that match from Sky. Again, he, he just helped he helped he helped build the other defenders out by taking Smith out of the game. Um, I think it was a very, very, very professional and solid defensive performance from Forrest. It was very clever, actually, like we've mentioned, very, very well researched in terms of our strengths. And um, this happens, you know, it's a championship. You come up against like Chris Euton or, or that, that type of manager. That's where we tend to struggle against people who do the proper research. And yeah, defensively, Sambo and Yates are, are the two that sort of picked out as uh, the ones that stopped us from playing the game we wanted to play.
2: And from Forrest's point of view, that win now moves them 10 mm. points clear of the bottom three. And it, Rotherham, you're, you're 22nd and, and just a couple of points off safety. But you have got those two games in hand over where well, you've got them over Forrest and a couple of other teams around you. Uh, mm. Where do you see Rotherham going now after this? And you see yourself bouncing back and, and sort of picking up some of that form that you had a few weeks ago.
1: We've got to. If if this is the sign of things to come, then we are going to be in deep trouble. Uh, Based on what we've seen over the past couple of months, well, this year, uh, I don't think this is going to be something consistent. We have a couple of injuries. And Jamie Lindy, who had been superb in midfield, uh, is out until mid-March now, which is a massive blow. Missed a bit of strength in depth in the midfield. Um, Birmingham lost tonight, which was a positive but at the same time, we didn't capitalise. on even a point would have been really good for us just to get a bit of ground on them. Um, yeah, it's difficult to say after tonight. I feel, I feel deflated and disappointed after that. Um, but if we can get back to playing the way we were, even against Norwich, I know we were lost. If we could play like that against most teams in this division, we're going to pick up points. Um, and hopefully we bounce back pretty quickly. But Reading on Saturday we lost, I think lost, or were losing to Wickham tonight. So it's the top two-turvy league. And... Uh, we've got the quality to do it. It's just having that consistency to, do, to get, pick up those points on a consistent basis.
2: Yeah, and I think that's pretty much what the championship is all about, yeah. isn't it? It's just yeah. uh, every time that's how it gets you. Matt, thank you for joining us on the podcast. We appreciate you giving up your time and obviously so soon after the final whistle. So uh, great speaking to you and uh, best of luck to Rotherham for the rest of the campaign. And yourself, thanks very much. Thanks again to Matt from the Rotherham United podcast for joining us. You can find them on Twitter at RUFC underscore pod. And now it's over to Baz for his views on the game.
0: Okay, so this is the first um, game I follow game that I've had to watch on my phone rather than on my larger iPad or my even bigger computer. So I have to say, I'm probably missing quite a lot of details here. Um, what I can tell you is we started with three changes from before. Um, Bong came in, Freeman came in um, on the left wing, and um, Garner was replaced by Yates. And what Rotherham did, basically, they played it high. They played it very, very high a lot of the time um, and were quite physical. I think Brice Sambra will say at the end of this game, he's been in the wars a bit. They They kept playing it high. They made life very, very difficult for us. Um, but none of their chances were really, really, really good chances. They they just um, there was just lots and lots of high balls into the box uh, that we then struggled to deal with because that's not really our thing. Then um, the other thing about Rotherham was they were really, really good at offside. Um, in the first half, Murray had the ball in the back of the net, but it was ruled out for offside. Um, I think there was there was a penalty shout for Freeman, but I think it was just outside and it wasn't given anyway. Um there was um in there was another one where Murray hit the barn, that was offside There was quite a few basically where it was offside. But in the second half, um, in the first half rather, um, most of our attacks were coming through Christie. Um sort of um was kind of being marked out of the game, so that but that was giving Christie a load of space to play into and he did really, really well in the first half. Um as well, I thought. Um, and then um, in the second half, it wasn't as much off Christie, but um, we got a corner. Uh, they pl- um, knock out, played it back towards Christy, who um, sort of played it backwards towards Christy. Christy put in a really, really deep cross. Now, Rotherham will claim that there was an offside there. I think it hit deflected off a Rotherham player, which... Certainly, by my understanding of the offside rule, which might be a few years out of date now, um, because it came off one of their players, then it doesn't matter that it was offside. It landed sort of on T. Figs, who knocked it into Yates, and then Yates pushed it into the into the goal. Um, Rotherham then threw everything at us. Um, proper proper like just pelting the ball forward so every every opportunity uh, and we did struggle there was a load of stuff like Samba took um, a hit to the face Freeman came off for Lolly um, just to try and give us a bit of an injection of pace or whatever and then uh, Murray came off uh, for Taylor Taylor um, there was a really really good long ball that Taylor did really well to control play it into space then ran onto it and just knocks it wide. I thought Taylor did really, really well when he came on. He just did everything except score. But then at the end, as as um, Rotherham just chucked everything at us, um, we had uh, Blackett coming on for knockout. And Blackett sort of ended up playing left wing. Uh, and we also had um, uh, Garner coming on for Kravinovic. So basically, uh, we decided we were going to just hold on to this lead. And that meant we were sitting a bit deeper and that kind of gave Rotherham even more impetus. Um, there was one thing where one of their strikers, Lodopu, I think his name was, um, basically air kicked in front of the goal when he should have really scored. Uh, there was another where high ball comes in, their guy leaps up on the back of Brian Yates and um, hits the bar. Um, to be honest, I think... Rotherham will probably be slightly aggrieved, but then while they were piling for, uh, piling forwards like that, that also gave us a couple of chances on the break where we could have done a bit more and then we proper corner flagged it for the last five minutes. Held on, uh, I think that was a really, really good performance, quite solid, uh, despite a team that made life very, very difficult for us. So I think, as I said last time, Chris Houghton's side is starting to take shape now.